0: you have a gambling problem at all?
1: No, because I can stop gambling. I have a competition problem. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. The competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. Uh what a weekend at the Memorial Mike. Uh, a bit of a bit of a situation. Turned into a really fun Sunday at Muirfield Village. Um, interesting though, your boy Patrick Cantlay the Winter Circle. You gotta love it. You get oh, the spot.
0: You know, no one was happier than me to see John Ron pulled. and especially because my bet over him, him over JT, cashed. Anyway, but Patty Cantlay's back. Can't wait to bet him to win the U.S. Open. I mean, you know, I love, I love me some Cantlay. So I, and yeah, I mean, down the stretch between Cantlay, Morikawa, and Scheffler. I mean, that was. Like, I, I was definitely rooting for Cantlay, but I, that was one of those tournaments where, you know, you're happy with with uh, all three of them.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it, too. Yeah, and uh, it was cool to see. It. Obviously, Morikawa won at this course last year, not this tournament. Obviously, Patrick Cantlay winning this in 2019, winning it twice in three years. So, good for him. Kyle, our boy Kyle Larson as well, back-to-back winner on the uh, Cup Series. We haven't talked much NASCAR, but I think uh, he deserves a shout-out. Back-to-back wins.
0: Nashville coming up a couple weeks.
1: Nashville coming up, coming up. Love it.
0: I have to remember to give out picks for that, for the Nashville one, just for our our, Tennessee friends.
1: We definitely have to, especially because they brought it back. So, um, hockey playoffs aren't disappointing as well. Mike's on edge for tonight, which is, we're recording this on Wednesday. It is game six, uh, at the barn. Um, best of luck, my friend. That's all I have to say there and we'll leave it at that. Uh, Basketball playoffs were heating up, obviously as well. We had a game seven. Um, we also had a pretty good weekend of betting. So uh, what, let's 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 you got something to say before we kick off our best calls. Yeah, I
0: was going to say for for basketball. Obviously, you know everyone who knows me or listens to the show knows I don't like basketball. I don't watch it at all. Um, and one of the reasons I don't is because I hate the fact that it's very much you know player focused not teams. It, you know, like I, I said, I was shocked where you see you know. I saw 200 tweets about Damian Lillard going off and I just assumed because of it, the trailblazers, you know, one by a hundred, they got smoked. And it's like, why, who cares what Damian Lillard did if his team lost by 50, but that's just, you know, the nature of basketball, which very much irks me. Um, but I know, you know, you, you've talked about how much you love, you know, John Morant and, and, and Luca and stuff like that. I'll tell you what, you know, I, I do, you know, obviously you see the highlights on SportsCenter center and, and Twitter. You want to know who I just, I, I, do enjoy seeing their highlights of. And man, this Devin Booker cat is unreal to watch. He nice. is a so, Booker guy. Huh? I, I don't know why. Like just something about like, I just love his game. I love his, like when I, every time I see his highlights, I'm like, all right, this dude is, this dude, this dude's sweet. So I just wanted to, I just want to give Devin Booker a little love and, and, and his team actually won. So, you know, Hey, if you score 70 points and your team loses by 50, well, guess what? I don't really care. That's not impressive to me at all. Devin Booker seems at least winning. So,
1: shout out Devin Booker. You know who uh you know who Devin Booker dates, Mike? Is it, he dating Kendall, Kendall Jenner? Kendall Jenner baby. Oh yeah, baby. Even more impressive. <laughs> yeah. Out there out there outsin LeBron from the playoffs and and going home to Kendall Jenner. So, uh that's, That's true too. That's
0: true too. There's nothing I love more than someone who knocks LeBron yeah. out of the playoffs. First
1: person, first, first time ever in the first round, too. So uh LeBron's good. Stock. Good for him. Uh so yeah. Um and, and, and like you mentioned the players, it's all it's all WWE, which we love, which we well, just watch regular WWE. And nothing more proved that when uh the game Triple H came out well, with the 76ers on was that Sunday. That was uh, with Joe Embiid, like. It's me. That's all it is, which is cool. It's, it's a shame that they lost that game. but. Uh, so what was your best call from this past weekend? Here on a, I mean, baseball is just on another level for you, so I'm interested to see what you say here.
0: Yeah, nice little here in baseball. I mean, obviously, for those of you who didn't see, by the way, Action Network just signed an official partnership with the MLB, probably because of my hot streak. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Absolutely but, is. Yeah, yeah, probably helped. Uh, but my best call was actually when I gave out on the show last week. I gave out the Dodgers team total over four and a half against the St. Louis Cardinals on Wednesday. Well, they scored 11 runs in the first inning, Ben. They had seven runs before St. Louis even recorded an out. And as I said on the show, my reason for taking it Carlos Martinez stinks. He is maybe the worst pitcher in baseball. Carlos Martinez is becoming a guy where everyone listening to this. Go mark your calendar for all the dates every five days for St. Louis and bet against them. I did it yesterday. Carlos Martinez was going up against Cleveland. Shane Bieber versus Carlos Martinez. Cleveland smoked him. He stinks. Anytime he pitches, bet against the Cardinals. That's my advice for the
1: for the year. There you go. I remember that. I remember you got the text from Mike saying, Yeah, just scored a quick seven the first inning. I guess that I guess that bet hit. Well, I Six, guess it did my seven runs before they even had an out. Yeah. Um, just I mean in and, and my best call is I'm just gonna continue to put you over here, uh, was on Thursday. I was feeling a little frisky and I'm like, Hey, hey i B I'm gonna ride with your baseball bets here tonight. Three and Three and oh. Yeah easiest yeah. my ever made, three and Just that best call was riding a good buddy Mike's uh, baseball bets because I mean it was a quick three and I mean it was it was some fun games too. On what was the Royals game on two uh so it was Royals Money Line, they went the extras, didn't they? They did. <laughs> Yeah, so that, uh, it's always fun, too. When you bet with GB, it's always going to be a good time. Just know that. And so I went I – went, uh, it was Giants' money line. They beat Smoke the Cubbies 7-2. Uh, we had the Royals' money line um, beat the Twins 6-5. And then we had the under in the White Sox-Tigers game, never a doubt, under 8, 4-1 final. That one was the best – that was the most lock of the day. It was like 2 nothing the whole game. I'm like, this is great. So, yeah, my, my – my, I mean, I cannot recommend – to any ins out there right now, stop what you're doing and look what Mike is doing baseball pet. And let's just hop on the choo-choo train and let's ride because we are, it's the dog days of summer don't exist when it comes to Mike, especially now get them while we're hot. It was, it's been fun.
0: Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, Hey, you're going to have, I'm going to have a, a horrible week at some point, so you better jump on while you can.
1: The best part and for everyone that knows the best part is Mike's always locked into the action network because he, like literally works for them, um, and so when I put the bets in, I get the text from Mike: "Let's go, baby, let's ride." Because he knows he knows that I put the bets things. I always I get, add him in. I get the notifications. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I was like, I, I, the best part is I don't even text him. I, I'm riding with him. I just wait till he sees it naturally, and it just makes it more fun. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. I just see it pop up. Ben Bova,
1: I see it. Ah, oh, those look familiar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. What a, what what a, what a Thursday. Uh, so any worst calls uh, from you, my friend, Vereni? Yeah,
0: this seems to be the one, the one thing I'm struggling with in, in baseball. And this is kind of a, a not just the, the, the specific bet, but in general, I don't know why I've, I've been, I've been kind of fading Rich Hill, trying to fade Rich Hill down the stretch. I mean, he's 41 years old. He throws it like, I think his fastball is like 84 miles an hour, but this dude is on fire. I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet Tampa Bay versus Texas over eight on Saturday. Tampa Bay won three nothing. I don't know why I keep trying to bet against Rich Hill, and I, I'm officially done with it. By the way, I'm off. I'm off the train. In his last seven starts, he has a 0.68 ERA. He has allowed three total runs, three runs in his last seven starts. He has allowed no runs in five of his last seven games. So I'm officially off the Rich Hill fade bandwagon. I may just start betting on Rich Hill because the guy's 41 and just, I don't know how he does it because he throws just cheese, but it's working. So good for Rich Hill. Dumbest calls betting against him. TBT. I've done it like, yeah. like three times.
1: TBT to win Rich Hill had a no-hitter into the 10th inning against the Pirates. Uh I said it have been, I think it was probably 2016, maybe 2017. And uh, Josh, Harriton, Josh Harrison, excuse me. Um, Broke up the no hitter with a walk off homer in the bottom of the 10th. I actually remember that. Solo shot one nothing, Buckos. <laughs> had a no hitter in the nine innings of no hit baseball. And they let him go to the 10th, and Josh Harrison it just got one over, too. It was right down the line. It was every bit of 321. <laughs> Game over. No hitter over. Um, my worst call had to have been uh, come on, King. Come on, LeBron. What are we doing? Ousted in six? And I rode the Lakers minus two and a half, game six at home in Los Angeles, the world champions, LeBron, for some, for many, the GOAT. Then he goes in his post-game press conference. Uh, I'm just going to focus on, <laughs> you know, beating the Monstars. This oh, sweet, so glad you are. Can I Venmo me 10 then, bro? He Venmo me 10 were. because I'm, I'm riding with you, all this ultra-competitor in the first round, see ya. Worst call was was trusting that guy, apparently. Cause he wasn't focused on the Suns. He's focused on the Monstars. Yeah, tell you what,
0: you ain't beating the Monstars, Devin Booker and Chris Paul around the monsters. Tell you that for free.
1: Yeah, there you go. Well, so my that? worst call was, was was riding with him and the in the Lakers, who uh a dismal effort at a repeat. So whatever. Um, what would be a call you uh you did you make again?
0: Ben's not gonna like this, but Saturday. I had the Miami Marlins money line against the Pirates and I would take that again cuz the Marlins were so much of a better team. Uh it was I mean Trevor Rogers versus what was it? Delong was pitching for the Pirates. Huge pitching mismatch. Tr- Rogers was great. Miami gave up four runs in the 8th inning to the Pirates. Pirates won 8 to 7 in 12. The, Pir- the Marlins only allowed four earned runs in the game. That eighth inning was Miami made an error. Then there was, like, two walks. Then there was a hit by pitch. There was a pass ball. The Pirates didn't do anything to earn that win. The Marlins just choked it away. I would take the Marlins again. Again, they gave up four earned runs and lost 8-7. So I would take Miami again.
1: <laughs> Battle and buckos, baby. Never soccer. count them out. Battle and buckos.
0: I have my Pirates uh, win total future
1: so that helped. That at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna lose a bet, at least it's contributing to to hopefully an inevitable win in another, which is looking pretty good right now on June June 9th. Um Hey, but buck, Buckos are, are, are doing. Jacob Stallings, nice little catcher. We're gonna get a nice. We're gonna get a nice, pretty penny for that Adam Adam Fraser cap. Yeah,
0: ideally. I want all the prospects.
1: Most likely to the Yankees. Yeah, I want all the prospects. Throw Brian Reynolds in there too. Oh, then eh, I like Brian Reynolds anchored down. <laughs> Vandy guy, Tennessee guy. Uh uh, mine would probably be that little uh, hockey one in that little hockey parlay we that we were all excited about. We lost them both. <laughs> no, no, we the Avalanche won it was three two, but the, the Jets lost five three. It was the it was the two way parlay, it was the boost on Fandle, plus two Hundo, it was uh Colorado to win and Winnipeg to win. And that was one where the the Lanch won an OT on the second. It was June second, so it'd been last Wednesday. Um the Lanch won, but uh the Jets just laid an egg, I guess, because they got swept. So but I bet that again. That was fun. It's like, oh, I'm watching both these games tonight. I like both these teams. Let's you know, let's let's ride with it. Plus do Hundo. Like my odds, like we're doing here. I mean, it was one that you loved. You embedded it me you know, you didn't see it. I'm like, hey, you see this? Like just bet it immediately.
0: I did. That was one where I gave out Winnipeg I gave out Winnipeg on the show. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we liked Colorado. I just was like, all right, yeah, Winnipeg had a better number.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's pretty much a coin flip when it comes to that. Which I,
0: and I still stand by that was the yeah. only game I would have backed Winnipeg because it was game one coming off a seven-game series.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it all made sense. Yeah, it all made sense. And that's another reason why I bet it again. Everything made sense. Um, but there's the flip side of the coin where it's like, yeah, they're either going to come in well-rested and hot or they're going to come in, you know, slow. And I guess the Habs had their way with them. So good for them. Good for Montreal, yeah. even though they've –
0: Good for Vegas and
1: Colorado. Who gets? Yeah, to, good for Vegas. You, whoever wins Vegas, pump too. them. Yep. So good for them. But I mean, sweet. Good for you, Canada. The the takes a Mickey Mouse year for you to get a team in the semifinals. So, um, Palmetto Championship, new course, this week PGA Tour, and we're inching closer to the U.S. Open, which obviously we're pretty pumped up about.
0: And the fifth major right after Travelers Championship.
1: The fifth major right after. Mike doesn't like these uh, these these uh, these new courses, though, because it's tough to handicap, he says. <laughs> it's hard. So we're going big game hunting this week in South Carolina, baby. Big game hunting. All right, so let's uh, let's dive into the golf. Let's we'll take a little break. Let's dive into the golf. How's that sound? Sounds good.
2: Appreciate you guys listening to the competition. But we'll be
1: right back after the break.
2: Support for the Chat 10 Sports Podcast Network is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience, and guys, we've all been there in the shower, trying to clean up a little bit and trim up, you know, make it nice looking, and all of a sudden we find out the hard way how wide those teeth are on those old-style trimmers. Well, that's why Manscaped has completely redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Now, go to manscaped.com, and with our code CTS20, you get 20% off and free shipping. I said 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use our code CTS20. We hope you enjoy, and let's get back to the episode.
1: Welcome back into the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Iannello, the Palmetto championship at Congaree Golf Club, uh, a new course. And you had some uh, some intel on this new course in the sense that this is what event uh, that we're playing a new course this year, Mike?
0: Yeah, I, I believe it's like the fourth or fifth new course on tour this year. Obviously, with COVID, you know, the schedule got mixed up. So, so for example, this one, uh, this is typically the RBC Canadian Open. Is usually this week, um, so this one will just be a one-off. You know, there's been a couple that have been added to the schedule permanently. This is this is just a one-time thing because the border of Canada is still closed. Um, same thing we had a couple of weeks ago. Remember, we had the one that was the, I believe it was the RBC Mexico, that also had the, uh, you know, had to have a new course fill in. So yeah, it's 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 a little hard to handicap where we haven't you know seen this course um, on a PGA Tour event. Um, reading up about it, obviously it's in South Carolina um it's expected to play kind of like a lynx course from what i read um supposed to be very firm very hard fairways and green so expect the balls to roll a lot um it's very it is long it's so it's you know there's some very long par fours so it should be good for kind of bombers but there really there really aren't any in the field that caught my eye you know there's no female there's no bryson there's no hovland there's no those guys you know you think of when you think of bombers Scheffler like none of them are really in this field um so I don't I didn't really look at the bombers but if if you like a bomber they 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 should play well here um wide fairways so that you know they have a little bit of room but if you do miss the fairway you you will be screwed here there's a lot of water um and the the fairways are lined with kind of sandy areas from what I read um it's expected to play very tough so, it, you know, we talked about on the show a couple weeks ago when we had one of the new courses that I said that, you know, a lot of times you've seen the tour make the new courses kind of easy so the guys like them and want to come back. But with this being a one-off, they don't need to worry about them wanting to come back. Uh, it is it is expected to play very hard. So that is something I was – that's more what I was looking at when I was handicapping this.
1: Yeah. I heard – yeah, I, I was reading some, just firm and, uh, firm and Fast, which – uh which is fun um, for you, movie lovers out there looking for fun facts about this course. Uh, this was the primary location, primary filming location uh, for the film. Something to talk about, uh, starring Julia Roberts in 1995. So, wow, that is a fun what fact. I, what I could bring to the table here, uh, Dennis Quaid also in that. Uh, for you, uh, the rookie fans. After the rookie, <laughs> <clears throat> great movie, great movie. Highly recommend if you haven't watched. Uh, so, who we liking this week, Mike? Who we liking? Well, Ben.
0: You know, if it's supposed to be a tough course, you know who I'm playing. I do. Who am I playing? I don't
1: know. I just said it does. I just said I do.
0: I'm going Matthew Fitzpatrick. I'm going back to him. I think you're getting a little better number because he has missed two of the last three cuts. Um, But prior to that, you know, he was playing great. 23rd at the PGA Championship. Fourth at the RBC Heritage. Ninth at the Players. 10th at the Arnold Palmer. 11th at Concession. Fifth at the Genesis. So, you know, he's had a good year. Um, and he he very much constantly admits he loves playing hard courses. He loves courses where scrambling for par is a good score, and he's very good at doing that. Um, we talked about, you know, the, the wide fairways. Now you have to be in the fairway. Well, he's got a very accurate driver. He's one of the best on tour as far as driving location and fairways and regulation, and he's an excellent putter. So, you know, you talk, talk about the fast greens, saving pars. There's few people better at it than Matthew Fitzpatrick. So, you know, like I said, it, it's expected to kind of be a linksy feel. So I'm going with the Englishman. I'm, I'm taking Matthew Fitzpatrick as my kind of my pick to win. Um, you could also get him plus 150 for a top 10. Um, another interesting one, it, you can get him in a matchup plus 102 against Terrell Hatton. Um, Hatton's a very similar golfer. So, you know, I, I think that is a coin flip. So getting Fitzpatrick at plus money against Hatton, I, I do like that a lot.
1: Excellent. Excellent. So I'm going, uh, I'm going to go with a international player as well. Love sung JM. Ooh, love sung JM this week. Uh, he played decent at Kiwa, which is in the, in that neck of the woods when it comes to, uh, where we are geographically, but also just that kind of like long linksy type of style. Of course, we were talking about here. Kiwa was long and it had, it was on the ocean, obviously the ocean course. Um, and I think he played decently well there. I think we get some solid odds on on uh, on Sungjae, uh this week, plus 1700 on DraftKings to win. I mean, you get him plus 175 for a top ten, which I feel good about with this field. Not that not that heavy. Um, and, and with him too, uh, you, you I don't play too much when it comes to the surfaces, but uh, it's Bermuda grass this week um, at Congaree. His only win came on Bermuda grass at the Honda Classic in 2020. And five of his nine top five results on tour on Bermuda grass.
0: I actually do love looking at the grass, where the, what kind of grass it is. That, that actually, if people don't give enough credit, especially when it comes to guys who aren't known for being good putters. That is something that plays a big factor.
1: That yeah. Is- and, and he finished top 20 at the, uh, at the PGA championship. So I, uh, I like him with the field this week. Um, so I think he could, uh, Win number two might be coming Sunjay's Sun Jay's way this week. I, I, I like him because.
0: I like it. Uh, my next guy I'm going with, and, and, you know, we've talked about this a lot. Me and Ben actually were talking about him the other day. And you look at, you know, this is the year of the old guy. Phil Mickelson, Stuart Sink, you know, uh, this is the year, the year of the old guy. There was there's someone else who was old. One I forget who it was. But I'm going with. 41-year-old, 2009 U.S. Open champion, Lucas Glover. We talked about him, Ben. From Greenville, South Carolina, played at Clemson. He's one of the few players who has played this course before. You know, there's a couple, a lot lot of the South Carolina, you know, DJs played it, Kisner's played it. Lucas Glover has played it. He's actually a professional ambassador at this course. Now, I have no idea what that means and what that entails. (laughs) But I know it means he's he's played the course. I know he's <laughs> familiar with the course, and that's good enough for me. And he's been playing well. He's fourth in this field in strokes gained tee to green over the last 20 rounds. He was fourth at the Valero Texas Open. He was eighth at the Charles Schwab a couple weeks ago. You can get him plus 4,500 to win, plus 450 for a top 10, and plus 175 for a top 20. So... You know, when when you have a course that there's not a lot of history at, I like a guy who's, I mean, the the guy's a professional ambassador for this course. So
1: give me Lucas Glover. Love it. Beth Page Black in 09, Lucas Glover, major champion. Um, I'm going to love that and then raise you one when it comes to course history. Chattanooga's own. He was my next guy. Luke List, baby. Luke List. As of last month. Go ahead, Mike. What does he hold? He holds the course record here, Ben. He holds the course record at this golf course. Luke List, love it. Obviously, a little Chattanooga flair. Shout out to the Baylor School. Um, just come on. I mean, we, we look for this stuff, and uh, we love it. And uh, it's just that type of field. And obviously, Luke List is overdue for a for a win. He's been playing decent, too. He's been doing all right. He's been in nice. the mix. He's making cuts.
0: I said there weren't a lot of bombers in this course. He is one that qualifies. He's fifth in the field, strokes gained off the tee in the last 24 rounds. He hits the ball really well. And you you, you threw out your your grass stat. Well, when you also look at course designs, this is a Tom Fazio course design. Luke lists two best results this season. He came in sixth at Quail Hollow uh, in the Wells Fargo Championship. He came came in eighth at uh, Corrales at the end of 2020. Those are both Tom Fazio Design. So his two best results are at Tom Fazio Design courses, as is this one. He has his course record here. Bomber off the tee, great with his irons. He's another one where just, you know, if he puts his <laughs> putting, God knows what it's going to do. Yeah. But, you know, course like this where you're kind of big game hunting, I, I had Lucas written
1: down as well. I love him here. Yeah, he's gained. Uh, I know you like your uh, T to green, T to green stats. He's gained strokes and eight straight starts T to green, so. Yep. It's all about the flat stick. I like Luke Listo. You get some good odds on him too, obviously. Um, I'm looking at plus 6,000 a win. You get plus 500 for a top 10. I mean, just.
0: 600, a fan deal. Plus
1: 240 for a top 20. I love that bet. <laughs> I love that bet. Plus So plus one plus 145 for a top 30. There you go. Good daily double dip there. A little daily double. Don't hate it. But yeah, no doubt.
0: All right. My last guy. I'm going with another old guy, 40 years old this time, and another Tennessee native, former FedEx Cup champion. I'm taking Brant Snedeker.
1: Oh, Nashville zone.
0: Nashville zone, Vanderbilt alum, if I am correct. Um, He's another one that he's, you know, Sned's one of those guys, again, we talked about almost Charlie Hoffman esque, where you know, he's always kind of in the top 20, but you never really notice him. Like, you never actually, like, see him play, but you're like, God, ah, Snedge was all right. Uh, he's, got, he's made six straight cuts. He's finished 17th or better in four of his last six starts. Um, he was 6th at the Valero Texas Open, 4th at the Zurich Classic, 11th at the Valspar, 17th at the Byron Nelson. Um, and he's another one where, you know, you, you look at these courses where it's going to play tough, and, and that, to me, fits Snedeker's game well, where... You know, he, he's good at just – he's not going to go out there and make a ton of birdies, but he's just going to – you know, he's going to grind out par after par after par. Doesn't do anything great, but does everything really well. So, a course like this where it's going to play tough, um, I, I like sneds to just, you know, keep it in the fairway, hit your green regulation, two-putt, get out of there with par. What what more can you ask for from a guy? So, so give me sneds. I'll, he's plus 200 for a top 20. Um, you can get him 130 for a top 30. Uh, and in a matchup, he's minus 102 against Garrick Higo, who I have never heard of him. Uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Apparently, he's some, like, 20-year-old on the European tour who's, like, supposed to be the next, like, I don't know, young hotshot. But he's on the European <laughs> tour, and his name's Gar- Garrick Higo. So, yeah, give me sneds. Come on. FedEx <laughs> Cup champion.
1: Oh, gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, I'm with you. Go, go uh, anchor down, baby. Um, you know who I I don't really have any more names. I think we we hit all <clears throat> hit all, but I just want to throw one out there, see how you feel, see if it sticks. Uh just because of the field, uh, the location where we're at. How do we feel about our boy H V three this week? He's
0: the, I I I only didn't take him because he screwed us last time we took him in South Carolina. He did. He did. But but I know one of the action network guys was reading, he loved H V three. So yeah, he's another one. He's just he's a great ball striker. Yeah. If you if you like H V three, I'm all for it
1: for him he you know. just the the field kind of sets up like hey this could be it for him this could be this could be the first one palmetto championship in the carolinas i mean come totally. on so
0: yeah
1: uh, but no i think these are great names i'm pumped up it's fun well, Like we mentioned it's tough to handicap tough to bet on these new courses but also fun because also, it's like, hey,
0: when you just i mean again do it I'm a, I'm a big proponent of do what you want gamble on who you're going to want to root for and who's going to be fun for you but if i was you don't bet DJ or Brooks here. This, I mean, how often do you get to go big name, hunt, big game hunting on play? Like, you know, we're never going to bet Lucas Glover ever again. <laughs> so, yeah, like th- to me, like this is a fun time to to pick a guy you normally wouldn't pick and, and you know, watch and be dialed into, you know, names further down on the board where who you're not typically dialed into. Who cares? I mean, Brooks and DJ is not playing well at all. Brooks isn't going to care. He's going to mail this in with, with the US Open coming up don't don't be lame and bet the two big names at the board. Go down, bet, you know, bet some fun guys that you don't normally bet on for, you know, top 20s, top 10s. Have some fun. This is we we talked about how ignorant Ben was going P, big big game hunting at the PGA Championship. Yeah, that was ignorant. This is the week to do it. Go big game hunting here.
1: This is the Palmetto Championship. Take a shot. The prestigious Palmetto Championship. Uh Congaree Golf Club. Uh, I couldn't agree more, man. Uh, and you know, it this is a good See who plays well here could set up our bets for the U.S. Open because guess what? It's a Tory Pines. It's on the coast. It's that long feel. Um, haven't haven't had the U.S. Open at Tory Pines since the historic 2008 one. We all know what happened there. So, um, that's that's when you bet
0: Brooks and DJ. That's exactly. When you bet the big names. Good chance the,
1: we bet Brooksie on. bet the, a, a bet US the Open. little.
0: This is a week for the little guy.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh Speaking of betting, we are going to give out free money, everybody. Free money. Everyone loves free money. Best bets around the corner. We'll see you after the break.
2: Do you live in the Chattanooga area or the greater Chattanooga area and you're looking for a great spot to grab some delicious food with the family or say you want to grab a patio spot and enjoy some appetizers with a cold adult beverage? What's up you guys? It's Trey Wynn from Chat 10 Sports and I'm here to tell you that Parkway Poorhouse is the perfect spot for either occasion. You can go to parkwaypoorhouse.com and plan your visit today and be sure and tell the guys the Chat 10 Sports crew sent you.
1: Welcome back into the competition problem with Ben Bobic and Mike Ainello. Best bet time. How'd we do last week? No idea. Why do you never have any idea? You don't keep, tra- keep track of our bets, Ben. We're taking- I keep track. I look, I, I, I silently keep track when they happen, and then I omit them from my memory, so I can ask that every time uh, we do the, do the show. <laughs> no, oh, no idea. we do. Again? No
0: idea. Uh, actually, we've been holding pretty steady, unfortunately for you, but we it's like I think the third straight week where I went two and one, you went one and two. Shows is going 3-3 three and three every week.
1: but uh, we're consistent. But
0: your, one of your wins was a big plus money because you hit. Your Patrick agreed top 20 at plus 160, which was an absurd number for a major champion. Um, you lost because you bet LeBum again. Um, and you did lose your top 30, Pat and Kizar, which, by the way, I did consider going back to this week. I, I, yeah, I, I did think, consider that too. And I, I did think I, about I, going I think, back to, to Patty, but I didn't
1: want to because of that because he yeah, screwed us.
0: But I don't hate Patty kids again this week. But you did lose that. Um, I lost, obviously. We mentioned the Winnipeg Montreal game one. I lost that. I did win my John Rom over JT at Memorial. Never a doubt. Doubt for five. It's good.
1: Yeah. It's good that they cashed that for you.
0: It was good because it was not even close. So, right. Uh, and then I did win that Dodgers team total over four and a half, which hit after five batters. So, about, <laughs> as, about as good as you could
1: hope for. <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> Took five if batters we were, to, to hit five. If we were- if I went two and one this week, I mean, obviously it would go to you because you won the prior week, but if there was a choice, I would give it to you just because that bet hit so easily.
0: So as, it hit as easily as it physically could have.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Uh, so for my first pick, <laughs> I'm going down to the Palmetto, the prestigious
1: Palmetto Championship. Yeah, we we'll call it the prestigious Palmetto Championship.
0: And I'm taking a matchup that we just talked about. I'm taking Brant Snedeker- Minus 125. I'm taking him in a matchup over Pat Perez. Oh, Patty um, P. Love Patty P, but I just think Sneds is playing better golf. Yeah. Sneds has finished, set, like I said, Snedeker has finished 17th or better. Four of his last six starts. Pat Perez has not finished in the top 20 since last September. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Sneds over there. You know, you, you, hope, you hope Patty P misses the cut and you win it by Friday, but – like I said, I trust Sneds a lot more. I think Sneds does finish in the top 20. Perez has not since September. So I'm gonna take Sneds minus 125 over Pat Perez
1: for the whole tournament. Yeah, going over to the old guy too, Patty P. He's probably about mid forties, I think, too. So something like that. Yeah, 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 very fair. Uh, I'm going to go the prestigious Palmetto Championship as well uh, to a guy that we talked about who just happened to hold the course record this course. No big deal. Uh, Luke List, top 20. You get him a plus 240 for a top 20 on uh, FanDuel. Come on, baby. Let's ride. Luke List has the course record. Uh, he's due. Uh, the field sets up for a top 20. We're not asking for too, nothing too crazy. We just want him to show up and play good golf. And there's a good chance, and if history says to tell us anything, which we have minimal here at this course, Lucas plays good golf at this course because he his has name, the course. His name's on the locker room, baby. He's on the locker room. So, uh, give me Lucas, top twenty plus two forty, good, good, good odds there. So we're gonna, we're not breaking the bank here. Just break a little bit on Lucas for a top twenty. You get, you get some, uh, you get some good return when he wins. Yeah, Zone, baby.
0: Love it. Um, my second pick going to baseball. Um, This is Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. I'm taking the New York Mets. Uh, They're minus 129 against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Tijon Walker is starting for the Mets. The Mets are 8-2 in games that Walker has started. Uh, He's got a 2.17 ERA. He has been fantastic this year for the Mets. Um, And for Baltimore, it's going to be Matt Harvey, who stinks. Uh, He has a 6.62 ERA this season. He has allowed five runs or more in each of his last five starts five straight starts five or more um and i know you're thinking oh you know matt harvey's facing his former team you know it's a revenge game for him yeah we already faced the mets this year and he gave up seven runs in four innings against them so i'm not really believing in the whole matt harvey revenge game thing because it didn't work a couple months ago a month ago why is it gonna work today um the orioles did beat the mets yesterday they actually beat them very handedly so i think the mets bounce back here um, you know the Mets lineups getting healthy, so they got you know they have enough guys. The Orioles stink. I mean, they got hot yesterday, so David Peterson was horrible for the Mets. So I'm, I'm going to take the Mets to bounce back here at minus 129 against Baltimore Wednesday
1: 7:05. Matt Harvey was pitching well for the Mets back in the day. Didn't they call him like Batman? What was their whole thing? Their yeah, whole the Dark Night. Dark Knight, Yeah, and they had him and the Grom and Syndergaard, and they were they went Matt's the World viewer. Series. The World Series 2015, right? Yeah. Well, I know they did. They lost, but they went to the World Series. Pirates should have went to the World Series in 2015, but what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to go to the ice. I'm going to double down on a bet that I already have in. So I'm already to be cheering for this, so I might as well take the plus money that comes along with it and uh, give me the Avalanche money line against the Golden Knights in Game 6 in Vegas, I believe, too. Um, plus 120. I have a, a future bet in that this series would go 7. The Avalanche win. Series is going to go seven, so I'm going doubling down, going for the daily double here. But I mean, come on, it's gonna. It, there's a good chance this game, this series goes seven, Mike. I mean, this has been it's been great hockey. If you haven't been watching this series one, what are you doing? Two, invest in a time machine to go back in time to watch it from game one, and then actually, sorry, game two, game one stunk. Uh, the three, yeah. <laughs> there's a good chance that this series is going to go seven. Um, the, the Knights one would have been what on Tuesday night in overtime, uh, to get the advantage, uh, series going back to Vegas. Uh, you're getting the, so obviously, yeah, you play to that. They've had a great crowds. I love Vegas. It's win-win for me. Quite frankly, it's speaks for me. I'm being selfish because I want to see the Knights win. I want to see Mark Andre Fleury get a fourth cup, but do it in seven brother. Give me the, give me the lunch plus plus one twenty Uh yeah, on, on game six. If you're just
0: a casual hockey fan and you're, you know, I'll wait to the Stanley cup finals, you know. Watched watched what like the two best teams, or whatever. These are the two best teams in the league. They have been all year. They they led the league in points. They tied for the lead. If you want to watch the, you know, this will be a better series likely than than the Stanley Cup final because these are the two best teams in the NHL. And just the way you know, divisional realignment worked, they are happen to be facing off now. But these are the two best teams. Absolutely. Uh, my third pick. I I'm gonna do a little choose your own adventure. I can't decide. You want me to get should I give a baseball pick or another golf pick?
1: Are you you living up to me? I I want us to win, so I'm going to go baseball.
0: All right. I'm going to take the over nine between the Kansas City Royals and the Los Angeles Angels. Wednesday night, 930. Last game of the night. This game is on ESPN. Throw it on. A little late night over action. Ideally, it hits nice and early. You get to go to bed before it gets too dark. But Brad Keller and Griffin Canning are the two pitchers. Both of them have an ERA over 5.5. Neither one of these pitchers is very good. Both of these bullpens are horrific. Um, both of them stink. The Angels are like 28th in the league over the whole season. The Royals bullpen has been brutal just the last like couple weeks. weeks. Um, and, and, you know, the Angels offense surprisingly has not dropped off since Trout got hurt. You know, they're like 11th in batting average, I think. I don't have the numbers for me. They're like 9th in OPS since, since Trout's injury, you know. Obviously, Shohei Ohtani's kind of the you know the headliner. He's yeah, I think he's got 17 home runs. He's second in the league right now. Um, but but Jared Walsh has been pounding the ball. He's having a breakout season. They got Anthony Rendon's playing well. Justin Upton's been on fire the last couple of weeks too. So they, they really haven't you know dropped off at all since since Trout's injury. Um, and the, you know the Royals have enough firepower at the top of their lineup. You know ben, Andrew Benintendi, Whit Merrifield's awesome. Uh, Salvador Perez is having a great year. He's like 42 and he's he's crushing the ball. Um, and then my favorite thing about this, the angels team is they lead the league in errors and just, they're horrible at the field. So there's nothing that helps an over more than, you know, a little cheap base runner extended innings. And the angels do have a, a tendency to make things interesting late in the game because their bullpen's horrible and they can't field. So, you know, even if it's for some reason, if these, one of these two pitchers starts out the game, well, which I'm not expecting this is going to have a chance up until the last pitch because both these bullpens are horrific. Neither one of these teams are great fielding, so you, things can get weird late. So, and hey, late night over. Just kick on the TV and root for runs. So, I'll I'll go with the Royals Angels over nine Wednesday nine thirty on ESPN, so you can all watch it through for some runs.
1: Love good over. Love love hits. Love homers. Love runs. So absolutely. Um, I'm going to go to the hardwood, baby. The Lakers let me down. But maybe the Clippers won't. Oh, L.A. Beebs. Maybe, maybe the Clippers won't. They lost game one to the Jazz. Uh, game two tomorrow, which is Thursday, 10 o'clock. The Clippers are getting three. I'm not going to take the money line, even though I think they're going to win, Mike. I'm going to take the points. Oh, I'm man. going to take plus three for the covering clips. Uh, I think they can get to the – I think they can muscle their way – to the western conference final this year i really do i really think they can uh i like the pathway it's uh, the jazz are a good team the jazz are the top seed they won the west i mean they are
0: they so are it, a very it, good isn't that didn't the dude just win the mvp isn't he in the jazz uh is it jo- did the joker win the mvp
1: yeah uh he is on the nuggets i believe ah, never mind yeah
0: i don't okay. i don't watch basketball
1: yeah but hey, same area and same, same neck of the woods yeah. Utah, Denver—it's all the same thing. I'm a hey, hey I'm nice. a Devin Booker guy. We all know that. Yeah, you're a Devin Booker guy. Yeah, you go south. You're a Southwest guy down there in Phoenix. <laughs> you ain't worried about what's going up there in the mountains. <laughs> hey, exactly. I'm a I'm but, a desert dog. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that a lot. Desert dog, it's so funny. Uh, I am gonna go with Kawhi in the in the covering clips getting three at home or not actually at home in Salt Lake City against the Jazz. I think they even it up. I think it's gonna be a fun series. I think this is a series that could potentially go seven again. I think the Clippers gonna have that weird. Uh, they could have that weird run, kind of like the Celtics did when they won the title in 08, where they just every series went to seven, and it's like, oh, they're doing this, and they finally won the, won the won the title because uh, anything is possible per source. Um, and uh, so I like, I like the covering Clips plus three uh, on the road against the Jazz, even the series up ten o'clock on Thursday night. Love it. So to re- recap. Uh, let's get a quick run through here of our six and zero here.
0: All right, I am on. Brant Snedeker, minus 125 versus Pat Perez at the Palmetto Championship. And then I'm on two baseball picks for Wednesday night. So hopefully you guys listen to this as soon as it drops. We are recording Wednesday morning. Uh, So get them in quick. The Mets' money line, minus 129 against the Baltimore Orioles Wednesday night. And the Kansas City Royals versus the Los Angeles Angels over nine Wednesday at 9.30. That is the ESPN game. So everyone can watch it. Ben is on Luke List Plus 240, Chattanooga's own for a top 20 at the Palmetto. He's on the Colorado Avalanche money line, plus 120 in game six to force a game seven. And he is on the covering Clippers, plus three versus the Utah Jazz Thursday, game two.
1: I know I say this a lot, probably every week, but like I really feel good about this week. I feel really good about this week.
0: Yeah, you're taking three underdogs too. I am. The best part is if, if you win the Luke List bet, you don't even need to win the other two because you're coming out on top. Money-wise. Yeah. But we're going to hit him anyway just for a little cherry on top.
1: Yeah, exactly. Luke List might win the whole dang thing.
0: That would be nice.
1: That would be really cool. It would be big for the local sports anchor in Chattanooga too. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah it would be big for the local sports anchor. Oh, man. Excellent, dude. Hey, always good always good talking to you. Anything anything big? What's going on when you pumping out over there at the Action Network?
0: Just pumping out baseball articles, like I said. Uh, get on now, get them while they're hot, because we are hot. I Mike wrote up the I wrote I wrote, the, I wrote up the Padres uh, Cubs game today. You Darvish going up against his former team? That's an interesting one. I did have a best bet right up, maybe one of the two games I gave out on the show. Who knows? So I'll have to go read it. But yeah, it I just wrote the Padres up today, so that'll be out.
1: Going to be a fun weekend watching the prestigious Palmetto Championship uh, hockey. Uh, think about Mike. Uh, would that be tonight, which will be Wednesday night? Uh, he will be on edge. I could tell it in his eyes. The nerves are already starting to kick in. Um, actually, now I'm nervous now talking about the nerves that he's getting. And I have no dog in this fight. So uh, go, Devin Booker. Um, go, Luke List. And uh, we appreciate you guys always. Um, and we'll see. We'll check back in next week. We're close to the U.S. Open, all that good stuff. We are in June now, so that's also fun. Um, it's very much summer, so good for us. Uh, for Mike, I'm Ben. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to the competition problem.